What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another hour of the Andy Slater Show on this Tuesday, December 12th. This, to me, is a confusing show to do this afternoon. I get ready for the show every morning. I get ready the night before. I got pages of notes. I've got multiple screens in front of me. I've got all of this equipment, and I'm always ready to go. Not that I'm not ready to go right now. I'm just saying, even though this hour just started, it's going to be very difficult for me. It's confusing. I'm not sure how to handle this. Most of South Florida is down right now. You are disgusted. You're a Dolphins fan and you're down in the dumps. The Dolphins had a lead, a big lead, and you blew it! So that's how the majority of you are feeling right now, and rightfully so. But what am I supposed to do? Because if you tuned in yesterday, I told you I had a big bet, at least a bet with a big payout. It was only a $200 bet. If you follow me on social media, if you follow me on X at Andy Slater, it was all over the internet. My $200 parlay to pay $26,800 if Raheem Mostert scored. I already had my five players in. I was rolling with Raheem. The Hard Rock, they sent me an offer yesterday. We'll let you cash out right now. We'll give you 11500 I was like, deal or no deal. No! No, 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 I'm good. I'm rolling with Raheem. Raheem Mostert should have gotten a touchdown early in the game. He should have got a touchdown in the middle of the game. He should have had a touchdown early in the fourth quarter. There were so many mistakes in that game last night made by Mike McDaniel, which I'll get into. But the confusing part to me right now is because Raheem Mostert did wind up scoring, I hit my parlay. So you better believe But part of me is trying to hide it a little bit. Because how am I going to come on here? And I, I did not expect this. I expected Raheem to score. Yes, I expected to hit my parlay, which is why I rolled with Raheem. But I didn't expect the Miami Dolphins to lose. Yesterday, I said, Tuesday is going to be a tremendous show. I came on the air yesterday afternoon. I said, it's a Mostert Monday, and tomorrow will be a Victory Tuesday. And we're all going to have a great time. But now what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to be elated here on the airwaves while Dolphins fans are feeling so down? It's a tough spot to be in. Look, I don't mind being in this spot. I'm not complaining. In fact, being selfish, I would take this spot every single week. I mean, wouldn't you? If you could win $26,000 every NFL weekend and the hometown team lost, I think you would probably take that too. That's not what I'm rooting for, but I'm not going to come on here and 
pretend like I'm not happy. I'm, I'm happy that I won, but you guys didn't win that. I'm here for you. Yet at the same time, you tune into this show. You're tuned in right now because you like hearing about what's going on in my world and where I'm traveling and who I'm hanging out with. So it's just a tough spot to be in. That wager got so much attention, especially when I went online yesterday and I said, I am not taking your deal, Hard Rock Bet. The early buyout of 11500 when 26-8 is on the line, Raheem Mostert always gets into the end zone, almost always. So when I posted that message and I said, I'm rolling with Raheem, I got so many responses. People were going off on me saying, you're an idiot. How do you not take that money? My friends are texting me. I have family writing me messages. What are you doing? You've got to take that buyout offer. This isn't even up for discussion. You're crazy. And all of those replies, they're, they're there online. You could read through all of them. Just go to my X feed and click on the tweet that I sent out yesterday and look at all the, the replies before the game started. And even while the game was going on, here I am sweating this game. And I thought many times Raheem should have got in. You guys probably thought the same thing too. And I'm 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 like, you know what? At the beginning, I'm like, I, I got this. I absolutely got this. That's why I rolled with Raheem. But as the game goes on and you see these lost opportunities, I kept thinking to myself, oh my gosh. And people were writing to me early in the fourth quarter, oh, you're a moron. Well, Who's the moron now? I believed in Raheem Mostert. I rolled with him, and it paid off handsomely. The chatter around the bet, though, not only online, I was told by several sources that it was the talk of the press box at Hard Rock Stadium. Every single time that Mostert had the ball or should have gotten the ball, Everybody was talking about it. So it's really cool. It's cool to have action like that. I told you guys about this last week, the opportunities. It wasn't even an ad, really. I just, I love the Hard Rock Bet app. People say, oh, I don't like the the layout. I don't care. Who cares about the layout? I care about the, the lines and winning. I love Hard Rock Bet. Again, this is not an ad, at least not yet. Maybe that will be coming soon, and maybe this is a good start. But that was a whole lot of fun. People were sending me videos from inside the stadium, cheering for me. It was it was cool. I just I wish because I like I like we, when we can all be happy after something happens. And I know a lot of you were happy after Mostert scored. And then the Dolphins had a 14-point lead, so everybody was happy. I think it just stinks that today I'm happy, like really happy, and Dolphins fans are not happy. So I promise I'm going to do my best to balance all of this out. I'm fired up. I'm excited. But I know you guys didn't win 
26,800 last night. I, I got to give all of you what you want. And I, I got a lot of messages. Oh, lim- give me 100. Can, can you give me two bucks? Can you give me 299? I got to balance what you guys want here. And I promise you, I'm going to try my best. This is the first time this has happened. Sports wagering just became legal, like officially legal in Florida. This is the first opportunity I've had at this. So this is new to me. It's new to all of you. Even though I've been doing this show for almost 16 years now, this is a first. I will do my best to balance a taste of my joy, which I know some of you, again, do like. That's why you tune into this show. But I will also have a bit of everyone's collective sorrow from what happened last night. Because the result of that game stunk. So I have a lot to get to this hour. I have a lot to say about last night, particularly Mike McDaniel and the game he coached. I am coming to you on this Tuesday afternoon, as I told you yesterday I would be, from Pereira. Normally, I would be either in South Florida or Las Vegas, as I was last week, or Medellin. You guys know I love Medellin. I'm there a lot. I love doing the show from there. I love all of the views. Incredible views. But yesterday, before the game, I flew over to where I am now, which is Pereira. And that is a city that is a 30-minute flight away from Medellin. And I'm doing the show from here this afternoon. I'll do the show from here again tomorrow. And then I will be flying back to South Florida. And I'll be doing the show from South Florida uh, the rest of the week and the following week as well. Just as we get into uh, the holidays and people taking time off. I won't be doing the show, though, on Friday. Because Friday, it's my birthday. It's your 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 birthday. Maybe... This parlay was a little early birthday present for me. And for the record, let me just state this because some of you might be saying, well, wait a minute. You're in Colombia! You had a wager on the Hard Rock app. How did that happen? As I said on yesterday's show, and the timestamp is there. It can all be matched up. I put that parlay in specifically before I even got to the airport in Miami on Friday. It was before I left to the airport. I could have done it at the airport. I could have done it on the plane, on the tarmac. I could have done it before the wheels went up. Once the wheels go up, I don't know. Are you technically, you're still in Florida because of the airspace. I'm not sure how that works, but way before the wheels went up on the plane, I put that wager in what went into that wager. It wasn't just going on the hard rock bed app and just picking six guys. I didn't study. I didn't go look at statistics. 
But I thoroughly went game by game and just thought about things. You could only pick one player per game, not per team, per game. And I thought about players. There were a couple of players that I was thinking about including, and I didn't. Like in the Bears-Lions game, it was either going to be Amon Ross St. Brown for the Lions or Justin Fields for the Bears. And initially, I was going to take St. Brown. But I said, no, I'm going to take Justin Fields. And then in the Colts-Bengals game, it was between Joe Mixon, who I took, or Zach Moss. And the Colts running back did not score. Joe Mixon did. So I just thoroughly went through those games. I went through every game. And there were some games where I said, nah, I just, I'm not going to chance it. I didn't want to take any chances whatsoever. And you may find that funny because the whole thing is a chance. But to me, those six players, I felt like were almost a sure thing. Even James Cook, he was the longest odds on the Buffalo Bills. But the way James Cook has been playing lately, he's been getting the ball more. I follow all of this. I thought that was a really good part of that six-player, uh, I almost said six-team, uh, six-player anytime touchdown parlay. I know it looks easy. I, I was told there's no way you're going to hit it. You know, these things look easy, but they're not easy. And then they get put up online, and it makes you think it's even easier. You know on this show, I always keep it 100. I'm always all about honesty. I've heard that phrase before. I've heard it said many times. To me, it was easy. Easy like Sunday It turned out to be a Sunday afternoon and a Monday night. But I I thought it was pretty easy. 200 bucks turning it into 26,800. And I'm telling you right now, and I'll put this next one up for everyone before I put it in. It'll be later on this week when I get back to Florida. I'll be back in South Florida tomorrow night. My plan is to hit that app, maybe even this weekend, for 100 k And I am dead serious. Because think about it. 200 paid 26.8. I thought picking those players after going through everything thoroughly, I thought it was pretty easy. That $200 wager, it's going to get stepped up on my end. My next one might be for six or seven hundred. So go ahead and do the math. Because six hundred there, you're looking at almost eighty grand, if not eighty grand, probably just a little over eighty grand. I am coming for you, Hard Rock Bet app. I am coming for you. Twenty six eight, that's going to look like peanuts by the time I get done with you. Look out, I am coming. And again, I will post it. I promise the next one I make, which will be this weekend, I will post it as I put it in. So all of you, if you want, you could tail me. You could piggyback me. 
whatever word you want to use, go for it. This isn't like some pool where it gets split. You, you can put it in for however much you want. Go for it, and then we can all win together. All right, now I got to get to the sad news. The Miami Dolphins blowing it in the fourth quarter. I have a lot to say, but I can't say anything until this hour officially begins. It's time to shuffle up and deal. Miami Dolphins fans are very upset right now, rightfully so. And Mike McDaniel, that was on you. You go up 14 points in the fourth quarter. How do you not win that football game? And I'm not even talking about early in the fourth quarter. I'm talking about late. Even if the team played poorly all night, despite all of the wasted opportunities with everything that's ahead of this Dolphins team, to blow that lead in that manner, it is not okay. It is absolutely unacceptable. Now the Kansas City Chiefs have life. Now the Buffalo Bills have life. It gives everyone in the AFC a boost. It gives the Ravens even more life. And now the Dolphins, they have a rivalry game ahead of them. I know it's the Jets. But it's a rivalry. And then they have the Cowboys coming to town. Then they're at Baltimore and then home against Buffalo, which now could turn out to be for the AFC East. Last night was a monumental loss. The defense in the end, they completely melted down. You're going up against a rookie quarterback, a rookie who isn't very good, and you let him lead two touchdown drives in the final three minutes. And Mike Vrabel, he played the analytics perfectly. Down 14, score a touchdown, go for two. Basically, it's like a 50% chance. If you miss it, you're down eight. Well, 50% means you're probably going to get it the next time. So the Titans go for two the first time. They get it. Now they're down six. Score again. You win by one. It was a perfect analytical victory for the Tennessee Titans. It was a complete meltdown for the Miami Dolphins. And it was the worst coached game I have seen Mike McDaniel have since he arrived. Mike McDaniel was trying to, I think, kill my wager all game by not handing the ball to Raheem Mostert. He's getting too cute in the red zone. The Titans couldn't stop the Dolphins' running game. Mostert and Chan, they're a two-headed monster. It was very hard to stop them, especially Mostert. And yesterday here on the show, I wasn't just talking about my bet. I truly believe that the Dolphins have got to run the football. Now, I didn't anticipate that Tyreek Hill would get hurt. That was a surprise. But the run game yesterday was the star. The only thing that stopped the run game was Mike McDaniel. What was it, first and goal from the three? 
and he's got Tua going back for three passes. What are you doing? There were so many instances where the Dolphins were there deep in the red zone, and I'm thinking, what are you doing? What plays are you calling here? You're calling a fade? Mostert's getting like five yards of carry. You're calling a fade? It was dumb. Later on in the fourth, they finally figured it out. It was run Raheem run. He only leads the NFL in rushing touchdowns. I mean, maybe you should give him the ball a little bit more. Well, finally they did, and it paid off. He wound up getting two TDs, one of them after the botched punt, which I was totally fine with. At that point, it looked like the ball game. But instead, the defense has a meltdown, and Dolphins fans leave the stadium not even believing what they just saw. That last drive, it should have been two a time. Instead, what did we get? Check down, check down, check down. Little short passes. I know they only needed three points, but there was no urgency. They were like, nah, we're good. We'll just dink and dunk. That is not how you have a winning drive. When I think about a winning drive, when I think about that situation, sure, there's players in the league and other teams in the league that come to mind. But as far as the Dolphins go, I think of 13. Really, I think of Dan Marino. Down by a score, final minute. Is Dan Marino checking down? Is he not taking one shot? You've got to grip it and rip it. You've got to throw deep. You've got to take a chance. You've got to live a little. Roll with it. I mean, that's what I did. I rolled with Raheem, and I got 26800 Live a little. You see how I'm trying to do my best of a balance here? The wager, but the Dolphins lose in horrific fashion? What am I supposed to do? Come on here today and do another Dolphins stink in December show? Am I supposed to play the audio of, Oh, no! We suck again! Is that what I'm supposed to do? I can't just do that and, and then privately do some like icky shuffle because of my big win. It's a bizarre day. I'm trying my best to do the balance act. I'll take more days like this without a problem. Sorry. I win 26K. A team has a regular season loss. But truly... I want to be sympathetic to Dolphins fans because last night stunk and Mike McDaniel was so bad. Really, really, really bad. I want to talk more about Mike McDaniel. I need to go off a little bit. I'll do that in just a moment. You guys need to join me next Tuesday night. Speaking of the Hard Rock, Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood, they host my monthly poker tournament the slater scoops poker tournament next tuesday night december 19th twenty thousand dollars guaranteed in the prize pool and it's only 250 bucks to buy in cards will be in the air at 6 p.m next tuesday night you could register until 9 30 some of you you got to fight a little traffic you don't get out of work on time or you get out a little late You got until 9.30 p.m. next Tuesday night to register. 
the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament with $20,000 guaranteed in the prize pool. It happens every month, and it's happening next Tuesday night, December 19th, at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. Mike McDaniel, what in the world were you doing last night? If you're just tuning in, you might be thinking, Slater, how are you upset? You just won that huge parlay. Well, you clearly missed the first segment because you're just tuning in. And I told you I would do the best balancing act that I possibly can do because not everybody is elated today. Dolphins fans certainly aren't. They're down in the dumps. So I can't come on here and be all excited just for myself. So I got to take this time right now to, I hate to say go off on Mike McDaniel, but I got to take this opportunity to describe how Mike McDaniel completely was disastrous with his decision-making last night. And this isn't something just about last night that he's done. He's had this issue all season long from what I've noticed when it comes to short yardage. How is Mike McDaniel so smart? Somebody who went to Yale, very well-educated, got a brain as big as Einstein. But when the Dolphins have short yardage situations, he forgets how football goes. I've mentioned something before, and I'll mention it again. I probably haven't said this for a month or so. Mike McDaniel, to me, he's the smartest guy in the room because he really is the smartest guy in the room. But you don't have to show that you are the smartest guy in the room. Yet, on the field, when it comes to short yardage, That's what Mike McDaniel tries to do. See, when the Dolphins had Adam Gase as their head coach, Adam Gase wasn't the smartest guy in the room. He tried to show everyone as if he was the smartest guy in the room, but he by far was not. There may have been some reporters and writers in that room who could have called a better game. Mike McDaniel's a hip guy really cool, really smart, and he doesn't have to pretend. He he doesn't have to go all out to show you that, except he does it when the Dolphins have short yardage situations. When you've got first and goal from what, the three? Why are you throwing three passes? Just run the football. You're throwing passes there. You're calling fade routes. Because you're trying to show everybody that you are the smartest guy in the room. And that's, that's the problem, and that's the only time, but that, that's the problem I have with Mike McDaniel. It's the only time he does it. He doesn't do it in other cases. But if you are really smart, if you are the smartest coach in football, and I do think McDaniel is a genius If you're really smart, just run the football. You can call whatever plays you want 
to get into the red zone and to get you extremely close to the goal line. But when you're there, when you're inside the five, when you're inside the three, run the football. It's not like you even lack running backs. You've got Raheem Mostert, who's a beast. Trust me, I know he's a beast. Rolling with Raheem. You've got Devon Achan, who is extremely fast. Why are you throwing the football? Why are you throwing it three consecutive times? I don't get it. You don't have to do that there. Just run. Stop trying to get cute. Stop trying to show everyone, oh, look what I can come up with. You don't have to do that. Just run the football. And that's what Dolphins fans, all of you see. That's what I see. That's what almost all of the media sees. We all see the same thing, but Mike McDaniel continues to do it over and over and over again, and I just don't understand why. You got to hope that changes. It wasn't just last night. This has happened several times this season, more than several. It happens quite often. If that doesn't change, the Miami Dolphins aren't going to win anything. That's just me keeping this all about honesty. If the Miami Dolphins cannot do simple things, they're not going to win anything. And a simple thing is also snapping the football. There's a lot of issues right now with this team. Yes, I'm concerned about Mike McDaniel and his short yardage play calling. But Connor Williams, that's a big injury. That's your center. He's been all world all season. So good. Liam Eichenberg, Tua even admitted he doesn't work with Eichenberg much. It showed. Those snaps, it's not something you could take for granted. Not this time of the year. And then you get into potential cold weather games, the game in Baltimore. What if the Dolphins lose that game because they can't snap it? As much fun as this Dolphins team has been, do you say, can you say after last night, when you look at last night and you put everything together, can you say right now they are a Super Bowl contender if if you think that's an overreaction by asking that question tell me why send me a tweet or a post on x whatever you want to call it at andy slater tell me i look at this dolphins team after last night i see things that need to be fixed big time otherwise they're not going to the super bowl and i'm also not quite sure if they're ready for prime time the Philly game was prime time. How'd they do? The Chiefs game, that was overseas. National game, how'd they do? They did beat the Patriots, but people didn't realize how bad New England was at that point. And this game coming up against the Jets. J-E-T-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-
It's a short week. The Jets just put up a bunch of points in the second half on uh, Sunday. They're not good, but it's a rivalry game. And if Miami thinks this is our last easy game, well, they may find out, actually, no, there are no easy games. The Dolphins have to beat the Jets. If the Dolphins lose that game to the Jets, and I can't even believe I'm thinking about that and saying that, but really, if they do lose that game to the Jets, they're gonna, they're not going to win another game the rest of the year. You're not going to lose at home to Tennessee and the Jets and then beat Dallas or Baltimore or the Bills, especially when those games are very well needed for those teams. It's just not going to happen. Remember last year, the Dolphins were 8-3. and three. They lost five straight games. They went to 8-8 eight and eight before sneaking in and losing. Now, after last night, it makes you wonder because that was a horrendous loss. You got to go way back to think about such a bad loss. They had everything going in their favor. You're at home. You're looking at four out of five games at home, a great crowd, free T-shirts with 305 on them. They probably stole those from the Heat's printer, but they had it all. You're going up against a bad football team, a rookie quarterback. Your quarterback, too, is healthy. You have a two-touchdown lead with a few minutes to go in the game, and then you give up 15 points. One drive was like 26 seconds. That's just atrocious. It wasn't like in the fourth quarter, Tua threw a pick six. It wasn't a turnover fest, although there were two big turnovers that, one, I thought, okay, I'm done here. I'm going to lose my bet, and then the last one, which definitely helped me, it was just bad offense, bad defense. The O couldn't put the game away, and the D, they couldn't stop them. I've been listening to Tua talk for years now. He always talks about, we want to end the game with the ball in our hands. That means a nice drive to close it out, or a Mario Cristobal-style kneel down, or whatever it takes to seal the deal. The Dolphins had it. Even when the Titans scored to come to within six, the Dolphins just needed a few first downs to ice it. The offense failed. The Titans scored. They left the Dolphins time, but Mike McDaniel continued to have and show us all his worst game as Dolphins head coach. He already blew his timeouts too. So that made everything more difficult. Instead of making Miami feel more urgency to stretch the field with no timeouts, they went on a slow break. I don't know what Mike McDaniel was doing. And then Tua ends up getting gobbled up on fourth down, and you got the Titans rookie quarterback doing the victory formation. He's getting the interview on ESPN. This team, they've got to turn it around quickly. And you got the perfect medicine with the Jets coming to town. You cannot let that loss last night linger. You just can't. You got to get over it. And you got to hope that was just a one-off. That's not going to be the norm. I'll tell you what the norm for me is when I'm in South Florida, and I'll be headed back tomorrow, heading on out to Gulfstream Park. I will be at Gulfstream Park this Saturday hanging out 
wagering on the races. Got a little extra money to wager with now. I'll be in 10 Palms, the trackside restaurant at Gulfstream Park, and it's going to be a tremendous Saturday afternoon there. It'll be a tremendous weekend because it's the championship meet. And the championship meet at Gulfstream Park, that means the best of the best. The best races with the best horses, the best jockeys, the best trainers, the best of everything during the championship meet at Gulfstream Park. They've got live racing every Thursday through Sunday right now. I will be out there this Saturday. And if you're there, I hope to see you. You can make a reservation at the Trackside Restaurant 10 Palms. Visit Gulfstream Park. If you want to be balling, you can even get your own private suite. You can watch the races outside in the Carousel Club. Visit GulfstreamPark.com for all the info. And then I hope to see you a day at the races, whether it's this Saturday or sometime soon, in Hollandale Beach at Gulfstream Park. I put a lot on Mike McDaniel for last night's loss, and I think a lot of you do the same. The Dolphins didn't expect Tyreek Hill to get hurt. That certainly didn't help. As far as the MVP talk out there, with Tua, forget about it. With Tyreek, I'm sure he didn't want it to be this way, but I will say because the Dolphins failed with Tyreek out, it probably even strengthened the case. The Dolphins' offense was the same offense they've had since 1999 when Marino went out. That's what I thought. When Tyreek went out, it was like Marino went out. It was boring. It was stagnant. They could run, but Mike McDaniel on short yardage didn't want to do that until the end. There was no dynamic to the Dolphins' offense. There was nothing explosive. Cedric Wilson is a nice player, but... Cedric Wilson doesn't deserve his own drive. That whole drive was like, oh, let's target Cedric Wilson. What are we doing here? And that didn't end well. This is Tyreek's offense. And it was very clear. When Tyreek is in, the Dolphins have life. When Tyreek is not in or he's hobbled or more than hobbled, they're like a car without an engine. And not a Tesla. That's what Tyreek is to this team. He's their engine. He's their battery. And it's never been more obvious than yesterday. Sometimes you try to figure out, is it Tua? Is it Tyreek? Is it the running game? Is it Mike McDaniel? Not that it was all Tyreek being out last night. But I think it's pretty evident what this team looks like without Tyreek as opposed to when he's on the field. So forget about the whole discussion of, is it going to be Tua or Tyreek? Who should get those MVP votes? It's 100% Tyreek. Although if the Dolphins have another December to forget, we can all forget any Dolphins getting any real consideration for that award. This whole thing stinks. Except for me winning my wager, of course. But it stinks because Buffalo and Kansas City look like they can be had. The chance was really there for the Dolphins to grab this, to get that home field advantage. The Ravens have two very difficult games coming up before the Dolphins 
at Jacksonville and at the 49ers. Last night, the Dolphins are home, Monday night football, and they lay an egg. They blow a two-touchdown lead to a rookie quarterback at home. That is called laying an egg. Thankfully, Raheem Mostert did not lay an egg, but it looked like Mike McDaniel was trying to have him lay that egg. Thankfully, he didn't, and now I can go back to Vegas and order some more $16 glasses of orange juice. Gosh, that's so dumb. I actually, I still haven't gotten over that. $16 for an eight-ounce glass of orange juice at the restaurant. I had to email the GM of the win just to find an explanation on how the orange juice can be more expensive than a French onion soup and a seven-layer cake. It makes no sense whatsoever. Just like having two games on Monday night last night made no sense. Starting at the same time. I didn't get it. Sure, Sundays we have a bunch of football at one and we have a lot of football at four. But Monday night, supposed to be for one game, if you're going to have two, stagger it a little bit. But putting two games at the same exact time, I didn't get it. And it was planned. It was, it was planned to be that way. And speaking of plans, what about your financial plan? Not everybody can hit a $26,800 six-player parlay. It's not going to happen all of the time. You've got to plan out your future. Visit TrajanWealth.com. Trajan Wealth, they're located locally in Palm Beach. They will set up a meeting with you for absolutely no cost. Maybe you're thinking about how to retire early. You're thinking about the goals that you have the rest of your life. You don't want to work as much. You want to take more vacations. These are things that go through your mind. Trajan Wealth will meet with you, and they will do their best. They will design a plan based around your goals to help you achieve what you're looking for. Visit TrajanWealth.com, that's TrajanWealth.com, or call them at 561-390-1000. Don't wait any longer. Advisory services are offered through Trajan Wealth LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor, and this is a paid advertisement. I know some of you on Tuesdays wait for Uncle Luke. I tried to reach out to Uncle Luke. He hit me back, and I just could never link up with him. He's a very busy guy. He was just doing some Grammy show. So we'll chat with Luke next Tuesday. Send him a tweet. Tell him you're angry. That's all the time I got for this Tuesday afternoon. We'll do it again tomorrow. For now, I'm Andy Slater, and I'll see you later.